Welcome back to Witty Banter, episode number 171, 72. 72. 72, that's what I thought. I can't see the computer from this side because normally, Hunter, we sit like right next to each other, shoulder to shoulder, like buddies, staring into a TV screen that goes across the world to our good pal Chase. But unfortunately, Chase Williams could not be here today. Yes. Because he's busy roughing it in the woods right now yeah now we're sitting across from each other like strangers absolutely yeah like we're just meeting at a coffee shop at some point right yeah man the uh the good old hike and chase out there in colorado underwent some some big news yeah some huge huge news man he is uh he's He's tying it down he is he's locking it down (laughs) she can't escape now She's good in on you, yeah. Chase. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, congratulations yeah. to you guys. Uh, we're we're happy to we're happy for you guys, and Absolutely. we'll be excited to talk to you about it when you get back, both on and off the air. Absolutely, of course. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be weird. We're, now begins the fight for his best man. I mean, let's be real for it. I mean, who's it going to be, man? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to let him settle show? that score. Oh, no, just kidding. Because he knows it's going to be a battle. Yeah, for sure. He's going to probably make us do some sort of like strange obstacles or games in order to get it, knowing Chase for sure. Like a real world road rules like competition. Sweet. Like a road rules challenge for it. And then at the very end, he's like, You're all my best man. Of course. I have no best man. We're all your name. We're like, Hey, cool. And it was all about the journey. Oh, man. But with him being gone, with dad being gone, the there's boys little, shall play. There's a little you know tradition. What I mean? A little yeah. bit of a tradition, all right? We're going to be a little bit more succinct. You got me on the mic, you got Hunter Dorset on the mic, and we like to talk about very specific thing here on this version of Witty Banter. We do. I know. We like to delve into the anime side mm-hmm. of the world, right? So this is going to be a primarily anime-based uh, show today. So, you know, if you don't like anime, maybe stick around. Maybe there's something that you like, and if you do, dive on into it, because maybe there's we definitely can entice stuff you. here that you like. Maybe we'll change your mind. Because we, even if you don't like anime, there's also something else that we have on the show. Yeah. And that's Brew Daddies. We'll talk about other stuff like alcohol. Absolutely. Speaking of alcohol, what are we drinking today, Hunter? So today's alcohol is a beer. And it's it just says twist on the front of it. Right. It's just a silver can with a wrap piece of artwork paper around it, right? Very. It's It's nice and colorful with just kind of like... Your, I mean, what what kind of color palette would you say this is? It's not neon, right? No, it's just like all. flat green, red, white, yellow, blue. There's not very many. Um, um what are they called? Not complementary color. Not a second. There's not very many secondary colors. Yeah, right? mostly primary colors with a little splash of green in there. So this is just called Twist, right. and it's by Prairie Artisan Ales. Twist, dry hopped farmhouse ale. Which I found out recently, farmhouse ales and saisons are the exact same thing. Really? Yeah. And I was <laughs> no. like, you fucking serious? No. Ales for farmers are saisons. Farmhouse, farmhouse ales, ales are brewed by the farmers. Oh, is that what it is? I one's guess. for and one's by? <laughs> yeah. For us, by us situation? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, 5.8% alcohol by volume. Um, Prairie Artisan Ales, I think, is in... Uh, Krebs, Oklahoma. I haven't heard of that one before. Good old but, Krebs. But yeah, uh, they've actually, we've, we've um, reviewed a couple of their beers before, and it's usually pretty good. They yeah. usually have some good stuff. They have a very iconic like can design, how it's like the silver can with a little wrap on the outside of it. I also so. like the, uh, the font of the prairie in Prairie Artisan Ales. 
It does. It's got like the little uh, pickets on each. It definitely looks letter. like one where like they they handcrafted that font themselves. They weren't just like cycling through Word and going through all the fonts and being like, "This is the one. <laughs> yeah. This is the one that's going to be us." Yeah, I've done that. I've actually been with Crypto Diesel. I've been trying to like think about rebranding. Right. And uh, that means a new font. So. Yeah, it it has to mean a new font. Right. But all the fonts on like Microsoft Word are just kind of lame. I mean, and they've been used like, before, right? And then you go to like a random font generator or something, and it's yeah. all just like kind of cursive, but not. And you're just like, mm, sucks. you're going to have like to this. hand design this shit, man. Well, it needs to be. Yeah. And it, yeah. And it has to be good. And I can't hand design for shit. No. So the, the Internet won't do it for me. My brain won't do it for me. That's, that's the only two things in the world. To yeah. do it for <laughs> that's me. it. That's the last ones, man. That's where I'm sitting right now. But uh, but yeah, so we'll we'll crack that one up and we'll give you all our uh, our insights, our two cents right. on that one. Well, I'm excited for it, man. But we've got a lot to discuss because surprisingly and coincidentally, there's a pretty good amount of stuff to talk about. Yeah, there's been a decent uh, amount of rumbling right happening in the anime world, right? So let's go ahead and dig on into this rumbling a little bit. Okay, this... Is witty banter. So before, after the last episode, we knew this was coming, right? We were going to make some arrangements, and we were going to go try to see the movie, the new My Hero Academia movie. Because yeah. if you know about us on the show, we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, good thing Chase isn't here because he hated it right when he tried to watch it, <laughs> yeah. and he thought we would be really Chase, surprised you must, by Chase. it. Yeah. So, but he wasn't really into it. But we've, I mean, I've grown pretty attached to the show myself. I don't think it's anything like particularly amazing and special to me, but mm-hmm. I do enjoy watching it and I always look forward to watching it like, you know, as they come out, right? It definitely a, has a moments weekly. that I love yeah. and a lot of sort of in between where I'm like just still kind of watching and yeah. kind of floating It's always along, there, right? right? Yeah. Uh, I but, like watching for each week to week. Right. And, but the, uh, the season just ended. It so did. So we're all done. And I didn't even realize it was the season finale, I'll just say that, when I was watching it until the very, very end when it was like, Continued on season four, and I was like, "Oh, what the fuck! God uh, damn it! I should have really actually been." Could tell it's. It looks like they were leading up to. I get well, in it out. in retrospect, I could see that for sure. Yeah. but like I remember talking to you because you had seen the last episode before me, and you're like, "Oh, they brought in the next class," and I was like, "Oh, sick! I wonder where this is gonna go." But it was only to like bring them in to be like, "Until next time," yeah. right? So I was like, "God dang it! Got to open up the new world before Rats. you can explore it." Right, but uh, there's a little bit of extra. Uh, you know, material out there for the My Hero Academia fans because the movie came out. And I mean, I don't know. I kind of wanted to spitball with you back and forth. I tried to go see it. It was one of those limited releases, right? So yeah. you pretty much had to like look at a big board of random times on random <laughs> days throughout yeah. the two weeks and being like, when can I possibly see it? And I wasn't able to make it out to it. So. Me neither, man. I really regret it too. Um, it opened, I think, on September 25th and it closed all of its showings on like, October 6th, this last sun, Saturday. I never realized it was out for that long of a time because I didn't start looking for it until October. Well, it was crazy because, and this is kind of part of what we're going to talk about, I, I guess they had like a little better of a showing than they thought right? because it wasn't supposed to go that long and then they just like at the last minute were like, we're just going to release it for the 4th and the 6th as well. Right. We'll, we'll extend, extend it. Yeah, extend the playtime. And uh, and I just still didn't get to see it, so I was really bummed. Right. Um, but you know, whenever it comes out, we'll just have to pal out and watch it. Yeah, for sure. Maybe this will be cooler this way. Maybe we can watch it together because it's been getting good reviews. Like people have been saying that it's been a fairly solid film. I know IGN rated it like eight point five out of ten, which is pretty high. I know some more like reputable movie sites have rated it pretty high as well. Yep. So I mean, I'm down to I'm down to go see it. I, it does follow the the notion of the anime movie, which mm-hmm. is like, 
hey, by the way, all this stuff happened, but nobody ever no talks ever about it. Nobody ever mentioned it ever. Ever. Right? You know, like <laughs> in Dragon... originally kind of like a, come the fuck on. Yeah, you know? right? All Might has a super... He had a sidekick, sidekick this whole time, you don't and know you about. never mentioned it. No poster in your room, Deku, anywhere. Showed the sidekick or anything it's like, like no that. No love it's like for when, the guy that helped him get to his glory spot. Yeah, right. But maybe you know what? We haven't seen the movie. Maybe yeah. he's been like completely dishonored. Maybe he did something so treacherous that his name should never be spoken. He's like Voldemort. Ever. Yeah, you know, maybe something like that. But I do always, I always think about you know like the Dragon Ball Z movies and how like in between the time. When Trunks was training with the group for the androids, like 14 <laughs> things happened. Yeah. <laughs> or the freaking, uh, I mean, the original Broly movie, which we're talk- we're thinking about talking about the Broly movie next, but yeah. like with the Broly movie where it's like Gohan can turn Super Saiyan, but he can't turn Super Saiyan 2. It was right in like, between that little I point. thought he was in the hyperbolic time chamber, like, motherfucker. Hold, 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 hold on. He took a break. <laughs> okay, what's, what's going on out here? <laughs> what? What just happened? Yeah, I'm going to go take part in that. <laughs> But I got to get right back into training because yeah. we got the other thing coming Cell, up. Yeah, because yep, Cell is on the horizon. We have time to go to another planet, but not time to train You said we cell. have a few days? Cool, let's go. <laughs> then I'll get back in there. <laughs> we could training. Right. Uh, but yeah, moving on over, speaking about the Broly movie, there's a new trailer out for mm-hmm. it where they're just fleshing out the fact that this goes far beyond Broly for the yeah. most part, right? We're taking yeah. it back. They're going to start retelling some of the more historical aspects of uh, Dragon Ball Z, which is... You know, I think the the notion is cool to providing this like really unified backstory to everything. Yeah. I did think it was really funny the way that they set it up because we just watched the trailer and it was <laughs> yeah. just like three Saiyans born like in the same time Circa period. Circa the vicinity of same yeah, time. Yeah, they're like pretty close in age for the <laughs> most part. Kind of. Like doesn't be any description <laughs> like that. Which It was like, why would you word it that way? It was, it was pretty loosely done. Um, but yeah, apparently it's going to... Mo- some of the movie will be showing like the whole... Bardock uprising and everything and then how that you know all went down and the destruction of planet Vegeta and the Saiyans and everything and how everybody got off in time so it does look so the thing that I take away from some of that trailer is more scenes where I'm like satisfied with the animation quality really just because like I, I know that some of it's still CGI like especially the backgrounds and, and mm, some of and them the ships. which which kind of yeah. can suck sometimes takes me out takes me out yeah for yeah sure. like in that I know that that's something that we've prefaced that that's definitely something we like is like when you have like really detailed like background drawings and maybe even like watercolor yeah, or just paintings. like something a little more something a little more like artistic but right. um, at the same time I I just mean more so from an action standpoint where it looks like you know when they're making a punch. That you mm-hmm. can see kind of all of the, all of the ripples of his sleeve, or like right. whenever Goku and Vegeta and that and and part of the clip are powering up, like you can see all the individual hairs right. moving and stuff. Things are moving like, around yes, them. Nice. Yeah, that, that's good. That's good. They're getting after it, and that's usually the best part about like movies for the most part. Because I remember that about the original. Some of my favorite Dragon Ball f- uh, movies are like the first two, which is the one where it's like the world World Warrior or something, where he just like goes to this. Uh, I can't really remember the context. It was like really early in Dragon Ball lineage. Okay. But there's still very like grounded fights. Like they're still fighting on the ground a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because it was like that and the Garlic Jr. stuff mm-hmm. right at the very beginning where they're not really like flying everywhere and teleporting yet. So they're like running along the sides of houses and yeah. like ducking and weaving through <laughs> fucking punches. And it looks cool because the animation is a little bit more detailed. Yeah. And I can see that they're kind of going back to that a lot in this, in the movie design. It was like that from the very beginning, the very first trailer before we even knew it was Broly. It was like that uh, it was like a little short clip of uh, Goku like almost shadow boxing in place like where he's yeah. like bouncing back and forth and the animation looked tight and yeah. I was like super stoked I was like I don't care what this is about 
<laughs> I am just into this for the way it looks. There's a lot of money behind this because everybody likes Dragon Ball Z, and I'd love to see how it looks. Yeah. Um, I will say that like I the the new designs that they're really going for for the uh, like the Saiyan armor, where it's like the harder edged hmm. sides of it. Yeah. Looks a little bit more plain to me, and I really don't like into it. But I'm also very nostalgic for the old ones, so I yeah. know I'm very biased. Yeah, I could see that. I didn't really pay much attention to the armor, I guess. Really? But uh, I'm just glad that they changed up the sort of original Broly design. I was gonna because yeah, he doesn't swing look that like over. he's like some majestic king motherfucker with like the or robes yeah. and the blue hair for yeah. no reason, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where did the blue hair come? Why from? Why is he have blue hair? Yeah. Now he has black hair. Yeah, I think new Broly looks fucking tight. He just looks like a rowdier, bigger Raditz or something. And we haven't even seen him in like. Broly form, you know what yeah, I mean? Not, this is just not for truly. form one. Yeah. You know? This is before he even goes Super Saiyan. You know, because yeah. he had those three, he like went that way and then he like got green when he went Super Saiyan and then he like bulked up into like this humanoid creature. It'd be that cool if they like if they were able to make the legendary Super Saiyan version of him truly kind of different. Like obviously mostly drawing from the iconic imagery that made him Broly, right? But right. being able to kind of differentiate it in the same way that they're differentiating his base form to to still make people be like, oh shit, he looks really cool and realistic now, you know, or something like... Like even more so than his old form, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I could see that for sure. Because he's just so like big and puffy and bubbly. But that's like he's his huge, whole thing. Right. It's his whole thing. It I thought is. you love that about him. I just him. want a little more like visceral detail on some of so it. So you want him to be like more rippling instead of just like... You know, yeah, big fresh out of chest bubbly, day, yeah, fucking just pumped. <laughs> yeah, sort of like he's got a lot of water weight, shredded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like he's been kicking back creatine so yeah. much. So you're like, ooh, boy, I wonder what you know. What I'm thinking to myself is like, what will, what are the measures of success for an anime movie? Because like when I was looking at the My Hero Academia one, opening weekend 1.35 million, and gross right now five and a half million. That's know. not bad. I mean, like, it, it sounds... I mean, those are numbers that I would like to have for myself. For, like, two weeks. If I made something and that made that much money, I'd be like, that's cool. Right? Like, if I made something, we obviously it's going to take them a lot of time put into right. it, right? But if we make something and you get five and a half million in two weeks, it's not nothing. For I mean, sure. especially for an anime movie. I mean, I, I don't think that anime movies are... It's kind of a niche audience. So you kind of wonder how much... A movie like Dragon Ball with Broly and like that whole, uh, you know, franchise, all that propriety. Right. Is that going to be more successful than My Hero Academia, which is like the new kid on the block and like kind of got this gusto right. of newness and kind of it's kids fresh. around it? It's yeah. Hot. You know, there's definitely people bitter about the new look and feel of Dragon Ball Super and stuff. So maybe that's like push them away. Yeah. You know, but I do remember specifically when the first uh, Resurrection F or whatever you, the first movie came out when that was mm -hmm. playing in theaters, it yeah. was sold out like everywhere instantly. Really? That being said, it was a similar situation where it was like two showings a day, <laughs> matinees, you know, on like Friday and Saturday and like that was it. Yeah. Um, but I do think it would be, it would benefit like the anime movie I don't know, like Community? provider. No, no, no. I just wanted to be like, when you think about what the anim what anime is made for, mostly it's you know it's for Japan, right? And yeah, just, just like speaking geographically, it's a smaller country, yeah, than America. Yeah. So like, if everybody in Japan went to go see it, it would be like if one eighth of America <laughs> went to go see something, right? Yeah, yeah. Which isn't necessarily saying something like super awesome. So you would have to lower those standards. That being said, 
it's growing to such a point to where I don't think it's like wild anymore for a random person in America to enjoy anime. In fact, I don't think it's really that niche anymore. It's, fact, it's becoming much less niche. Yeah, much sure. less niche. And like now what's niche is maybe the movies. But even that, like most people walking by a theater seeing My Hero Academia movie or like Dragon Ball movie are going to be like, what? That's so <laughs> cool. And like, let me just go check that out for fun. Right. Yeah. So I do think it would benefit them. Uh, to maybe add some more showings and things like that. I mean, if there. I was a kid and I was in eighth grade and you got Friday night and you had nothing to do. I went to the movies anyway every yeah. Friday. Yeah. So why not see that instead, instead of, of the skeleton the key fog or, or the whatever fog. the fuck I watched. Just watch the Dragon Ball Z movie. <laughs> the fog. It was so dumb, That was a dude. terrible was movie. Stupid concept. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I mean... I just think that yeah, My Hero Academia had some success. They they were highly rated. I think IMDb was eight point five. Right on. I think on IGN it said seven point seven. Maybe I mix those up. Fandom was like four out of five. Rotten go. Tomatoes didn't have like a tomato meter or whatever score, well, but, but the audience critics. was ninety seven percent. Well, that's hey. So there you go. I'm I'm an audience <laughs> member, so that's right up my alley. That's me. That's me, right? But uh, but yeah, so I just thought that. It'd be cool to speculate on those two. We'll probably go watch the Broly, and maybe we'll just have to do a movie review. That's, yeah, an, that's, that's low-hanging fruit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I'm all about the low-hanging fruit here, all right? Uh, uh, another thing that I suggested maybe we talk about was Jump Force. Oh, uh, yes, because I wanted to talk about on the uh, on the last podcast the new character reveals that are coming out for it, yeah. which are honestly pretty tight. So should we just list off the ones that are... We know we're coming in, or I would say so. Like, let's go down to like the last ones. First off, I mean, we talked a little bit about the Hunter Hunter cast that's going to be in it, right? Yes, which we is going to be cool. Gun, obviously. Hisoka, Hisoka, which is sweet. Yeah, if he if they didn't have Hisoka, I'd be actually would you be really fucking upset, <laughs> especially because they have Karapika, and like, I think Karapika is like the third coolest of their group, but he's so. like the Karama of the gang. Is he? Is he, who's the Karama of the gang? I don't think there is a Karama of the gang. I There's mean, he's definitely a... the closest to, I guess you could say. Right. And like Kilua, who's also in the game, right. would be the closest to Hiei, I guess. For sure. He's, he's the 100% the Hiei. Yeah, yeah. The assassin. The killer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so those four are in the game. Cool. Um, we also have One Piece characters, five of them. Yeah, everybody loves One Piece. And I do like... One Piece characters a lot. I think I like Zoro is cool. Yeah, Zoro is fucking awesome. I think uh, Sanji's cool. I think awesome. Luffy's cool. I awesome. don't know Blackbeard. One of the main antagonists. I He's believe. like a big, goofy, fucking looking dude. It's funny that you don't know him and you got 75 episodes into that show or something ridiculous. Well, because so. there's a thousand fucking episodes. Well, that is true. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, like probably I not barely got the 723 the island shows yet. up. Yeah. They weren't um, even pirates by the time I was done. They have Dragon Ball Z characters, Goku, yeah, Frieza, Vegeta. Yeah, classic. They should probably and expand that, most likely. Would you have imagined maybe any other character outside of those three? For Dragon Ball? I get, like, I do and I don't, but... Because the same, they five to One Piece and three for Dragon Ball Z. I mean, yeah, is that... You got to think about the fact that there is already, like, a fighting game for Dragon Ball Z right now. And yeah, that's true. there's been so much, like, games like this for Dragon Ball Z already. <laughs> yeah. That like I'm sure that audience is already pretty blown. Yeah. Out. people are going to be more blown away by like, holy shit, we can do stuff with One Piece and Hunter <laughs> Hunter. That's it, awesome. It's true. Like that is the true draw. It's right. not the Dragon Ball Z character. Of course, I agree. Which is kind of ironic because that's like one of our favorite right. animes. They've got Bleach characters. They've got three of them. That's They've cool. got Ichigo, of course, Rukia, and Aizen. 
Oh, I cool. haven't gotten to watch Bleach. I saw this thing yesterday um, where it was just like a random recommended up next YouTube video mm-hmm. about the Espada, which is like mm. a group of 12 villains, and it looks pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. It was pretty like early on. They they do they follow all of my favorite qualities of being like a young anime viewer at the time, which was just like established dude has to fight up against some sort of like group of people crazy in some yeah. form of yeah like yeah ladder like system Hierarchy that leads you of, to the top yeah. right and that's pretty much what it <laughs> fanned out to be and i was like that's tight they have naruto and sasuke of course you need I sasuke and naruto you need um it's another one that i just like feel bad that i don't know shit about why that's not it's like that's known to being a layman's is naruto anime more popular than dragon ball z globally probably pretty close like maybe and not. that's why i feel bad i mean it's like on the same level as like one piece you think it's you think it's you think one piece is at the same level as naruto no <laughs> let me rephrase that <laughs> let me immediately backtrack let me go ahead and i never said that you can't prove it <laughs> they uh got yusuke that's what i don't want to talk about because yeah. if I was to go and be like, hey, they just put Yusuke into Jump Force. Hunter, they're on like, the phone right now. Who do you want the other person to be? <laughs> it's you got would to say, be fucking Younger Tagoru. Younger Tagoru, one of your favorite characters from the show. And right? he's on there. And he's the other person, which is like a surprising pick. Not really? Like, I mean, it? I just think that, because they're the only two, right, from the show right, right now? Right now, they're the only two that have been revealed. And I just felt like... There were one. There were like more to get out of the way before Younger Tiger. Not that he's not like an iconic character from the series, right? He transcends a lot of the different story points. Hmm. Um, but there were just like first off, the immediate gang, Kurama, Hie, Kuwabara, were all passed up for it. Genkai was Genkai passed for it. Fucking cool. So, and I guess like maybe beyond them, once you get into the villains, he's definitely the most iconic out of them. Because while I do love a lot of the villains in the show. They generally fall by the wayside. They're straight up not a more iconic villain than Tagore. Than t- yeah, Tagore, definitely yeah. not. You know, so even, who would be third? Would it be I'd say Kurama and Kurama and Hiei better be the next two that are announced if they're from. If it's going to be from now, and one. it sucks because I don't want to. Like, I want them to think outside the box, right? Because mm-hmm. if maybe if it was me, I'd be like, Doc, put Chu in the game, <laughs> or put like you know fucking <laughs> Jiren in the game, or whatever. Yeah. But or not Jiren. Um, What's the wind guy's name? Uh, Jen. Jen, yeah. Yeah, that would be sick. I think that would be tight, but... I I would probably... If I had had my druthers, I'd put Karama in. Right. Next. But I think it's kind of weird looking at this list is that Yu-Gi-Oh's in it. Or that Yugi is in it. I think that's an awesome pick. So that's... I'm not against it, but like, one, he's the only one where... Or like, it's the only instance where he's the only character from that show. That's the only one you need. Because it's not the show's not about the characters. The show's about the cards. So what does he do? Does he play cards and yeah, cards? and he like, fights with them like stands, <laughs> dude. It's fucking sweet. It is so well, tight. I'm excited because exactly that sounds pretty cool. Infinite power, yeah. man. Dark magician. Blue eyes, dark white magician dragon. Girl, blue eyes, white dragon. Uh, exit, not Exodus. Exodia. I yeah. Forget what, I don't, it's been a while since I've played yeah, and or watched I've, I've never TV, played. But, I'm sure I would love it. But, you know, that's still a very cool pick. They also, opinion. it's saying that they also have characters that are going to appear in the quote unquote story, but like, are not playable um, characters. Like, like the Death Note guy. Yeah, right? Ryuk and Light. Which is a weird choice to not make them 
playable because that again feels like a cool idea of being like you play as light, but Ryuk is like your stand that fights for you. Yeah, that's a cool cool idea. Yeah, that but would I be guess really maybe because cool. of how powerful technically he is, right? I don't really I guess follow I mean, Death Note that hard. I don't know about like the power level he's spectrum. A if he goes outside sure of the Goku universe, could beat him. you think so? <laughs> yes. What if he wrote his name down in the book, man? <laughs> he just entered transmission. <laughs> yeah, right away. <laughs> Oh man. Uh but yeah, no, I just think so, you know, it's it's one of those like 3D, you know, uh fighter games where I think it's it's going to play I I've seen some demos on it, like right. some 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 real gameplay and it wasn't incredibly tight. Like I think that that was kind of the thing that we did like about like Tenkaichi was mm-hmm. When you wanted to, you could make very quick moves to get from A to B to your guy, away from your guy, uh, lock into combos and stuff. This looks like a little bit more of a roam around game. Like you have this like expansive area and you kind of just like make room and, and just wander around and like find your guy in the distance and shoot stuff at him, you know? Right. So like, is there anything about the game other than the characters that would make you want to play it. No, <laughs> just because. <laughs> who are the creators? I mean, I don't even know who the fucking is making. Well, I, I don't really know who's like really behind. Oh, Bandai, I think, right? Bandai okay. is making the game. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's definitely like a showcasing of characters, right? Mm. And like they're piecing together in any loosely way, any loose way that they can, some form of weird story to like make it to where it's any, you know, mildly believable that they would all be together. Yeah. Right. But it's really just an arena fighter, you know, just yeah. like Naruto, those games, just like the games that came after Tenkaichi 3, right? I like, like Tenkaichi, we love Tenkaichi 3, but then every game after that from... Um, like Xenoverse and... Xenoverse, and, and there's stuff? ones even before that, Raging Blast, like it de- definitely like after a while, cut back on the more like mechanics-driven elements of the game in uh to replace with more like cinematic elements to make it more of like a wild explosive just like the show sort of situation which is cool fine for a certain degree of audience right but i think that wasn't really what we're looking for because like you said when we were like really sitting down and like not just farting around with random characters and we were like okay i really want to try to beat you in tenkaichi yeah we could actually sit down and have like a close solid match yeah you know and i'm not sure if that's really going to transfer over to a game like this like i feel like just no matter what there's probably going to be a very overpowered character characters that are just completely i mean it was like that in tenkaichi 3 i guess too with but, like gogeta yeah or whatever. you know playing gogeta no against it. fucking hercule no or one whatever. mains super saiyan 4 gogeta <laughs> i absolutely main super saiyan 4 gogeta are you kidding me <laughs> Super Gogeta was one of my mains, sir. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's just, it's obviously not going to be any form of like a competitive game, but who knows? I mean, I definitely, like, just from us talking about it and the inclusion of you, Hakusho characters and Hunter Hunter characters, yep. those are close to my, like, heart as far as my interest in anime. I'd definitely like to play around it. It'd be cool if, like, and also if, like, it was just like a, you know, a, a pick up, put down, kind of fuck around with your favorite characters, but. Even the people that they haven't necessarily announced yet, if they're smart, they'd probably get, you know, feedback from the audience members right. and get DLC in there. I mean, I'm sure, yeah, this game is designed for infinite DLC. Yeah. So, <laughs> by all means, I'm very cool. I'm very down with that. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll pick it up and just play it, just even just for shits and giggles and just uh, talk about it on the show and stuff, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm down to check it out. Nice. Have you, have you been uh, playing more Street Fighter, more 
Dragon Ball Z. Well, where's your head at right now with fighters? Android 17 yeah. is out, and he is very good. You've been enjoying Man, it? He is really good. I've been, like, I've play been playing with him when with I can. You played Andrew or anything? Uh, I don't know if I've really played. I played one set with Andrew, and it was before I even touched 17, and okay. it went pretty back and forth, okay. which is cool. Um, I'm trying to make him work to replace Goku Black on my team. Why, why him over the other two? Well, one, 16... I mean, obviously, I've mastered some of the, the more dunk. complicated <laughs> elements of the game, like of the fighting age. Like, you know, really figuring out how to make some of his things work that normally people wouldn't see. I've really mastered that. Uh, same with uh, Kid Boo. Yeah. You know, not a lot of people the know. Fine tuned elements. Yeah, really fine tuned when I can mash on yeah. 2M, you know, and just really try to sweep somebody from half screen into full combo. Um, but I really only use Goku Black because he had the beam assist, right? Uh, yeah. But I've become a better player since then. I can make other assists work. Yeah. So I've decided to try to just get a character that, uh, you know, maybe I can just actually play and learn and explore more. And he's got a lot of mix-up potential as mm -hmm. a character. He's definitely my point character. Yeah. Because you start him off, he can do very like really fast overhead to low sweeps that you can extend with other assists. Um, he's got that move where he shoots across the screen, so oh, he yeah, can play with the assist move. elements of it, where you can assist on one side but be going across the screen and really mix up people. Mm -hmm. He's gonna be a lot of fun, so he's really cool. I actually have to say, man, like I really was not expecting it, but I feel like the move sets of the DBFZ characters and the DLCs has been pretty nice, like. It, I was worried going into the game that like everybody was going to kind of play like play each other. And of course, there's like similar mechanics and stuff. Right. But, you know, like for instance, with Adult Gohan, I went back and watched some of the Adult Gohan DBZ shit. All of his moves are represented in the actual oh, yeah. show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're doing that kind of, I mean, like, you know. With Android 17, there's not like an explicit move where he jumps to the edge of some <laughs> frame, right? But I mean, that's a cool mix-up that right. like they just threw in. Right. And now that's a whole new mechanic that people are going to have to like try and think about whenever he's in the game or whatever. Yeah. So I'm just glad that they're bringing in DLC that like actually keeps the game fresh. They do seem to shake it up with the DLC a lot. Like the DLC characters seem to be the ones that were significantly different. So even if they had like the lot already done, like Zamasu, they kind of picked those out. Yeah, Zamasu's moves are really different. Fly and shit. Obviously, Broly is really different in the way that he fights. Um, I wouldn't say maybe Bardock as much. I think he's got like a lot. It's of It's crazy the how strongest. I guess Bardock is just he can just transition between stuff and f has cool finishers into each other or because yeah. why is he on fucking everyone's team right now i think he just gets the job done <laughs> i think that when he comes to his moves the for real no he's got like really just solid normals and the idea to where like his crouching medium goes a good distance for yeah. what it does you can pretty much get a combo off of most touches with that character yeah um, he can easily get hard knockdowns uh, mm. with other people. And even though his combos are short, he still does a good amount of damage. So when you're able to assist with them, they end up doing like monster damage. And then, of course, his level three is yeah. pretty damaging as well for the most part. I haven't seen a whole lot of people play with base Goku or Vegeta. I've seen a lot of base Vegetas, and base Vegeta is raw. Really? Dude, base Vegeta is wild. Again, a very what similar are the main, concept. What are the main aspects of him other uh, than just like... You know, I've I've I played against Andrew with his base Vegeta, and like 
for some reason, when I first started playing against him, I didn't realize it. But the fact that if you're in the corner and he knocks you down, he can just pick you up and super into it. Yeah, I was like, what? Toss you into the air and just. <laughs> but like, what other cool. what other things you feel like make him kind of more of a tricky or raw character? I think that again, he's got a similar situation as Bardock, like very short combos for the most part, but you can extend them with uh, um, assists. And it's you know, all he really does is like hit you off the ground short into the air and then hit you back down and then you get hit with an assist and you can extend off of that but ends up doing a lot of damage just because he's a very damaging character then also on top of that he has some things that are like deal like things that you can deal with when you look for them which is that little like he has that instant overhead knee situation thing mm -hmm. but of course when you're looking for that you can 2H it yeah. but it's things like that in a game like Dragon Ball Fighters that make it such a fun game to where like technically everything is reactable yeah. but there's so much happening yeah, at all times yeah it's kind of hard right? that you eventually just get opened up right <laughs> if you were a machine you would never be opened up right nice. but it's i don't know I, th I think he just exploits that very well and he's got again good normals he like has a very swiping motion with his normals so that they end up having a good hitbox to them mm -hmm. um and other than that i mean i guess just damage i haven't really seen too much else i don't really see a lot of base gokus yeah myself yeah i mean i like base gokus just like bread and butter combo um like his light his light bnb but right. i mean the ultimate so kind of like situational with his spirit bomb, like you really yeah. have to set him up so well just to be able to. I mean, I know yeah. that you can just destroy, like basically kill a character with that, but it's like right. you have to basically get that power up energy thing and then, you know, combo into it. It's a it, cool mechanic. Is, it's cool, but I think it's like a little more situational as opposed to useful. I would much rather have, I'm getting really tired of one, just like long combos in general. Yeah. But I would really like them to look for more less cinematic supers hmm. and more like useful supers situationally instead of just like he lunges forward and if he touches you it goes into this cinematic super. Like uh, that's, that's what, what I like I about fucking hate about Goku Black. Why? All of his supers <laughs> take oh, like fifteen <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just true. like, oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Stop playing for fucking yeah. 10 seconds. Exactly. And when I first saw that superhero, I was like, whoa, very cool. And then like the next <laughs> 90 times I saw it, I was like, oh my God, I'm so over it. Yeah, even if you were training in that. Yeah, like, you're just like, man. Yeah, you just immediately reset. But even uh, Android 17, his uh, final super is like just that little... Spin, that little spin which is fucking cool thing yeah it's like useful because it hits from far away mm -hmm. and it also provides like a barrier that like you can super dash into and stuff like that so i don't know I, I like that about him a lot as a character too and i don't really give a shit about cooler at all so yeah yeah you haven't even over him cooler yet? no i don't really care about cooler. i honestly need to go uh download him because i haven't played since they've come out no yeah well, maybe we'll get in a few sets here I fi soon. yeah let's do it Absolutely. i i I'd finished uh god of war uh three Right on. And then uh, Chase just bought me Spider Man, so you're knocking out all the big ones now. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm on my train. I'm probably gonna have to play. Um, what is it? Assassin's Creed, the Spartan one. Yeah, that one looks pretty cool. And then I'm probably gonna also play the God of War, the new, the new God of War as well. This oh year. yeah, God of War three is the newest one. Yeah, you got to play the newest one. That's yeah. apparently like so. So like, amazing. I kind of have a, a stacked schedule. Yeah, hopefully you can squeeze in some matches. I'm not saying you have <laughs> yeah. to, but I know your video game life is really rough right yeah. now. Yeah. Right? That's okay. Got places to be. <laughs> well, 
That was a good discussion. It was. All right, let's go ahead and take a little bit of a break. And come on back, right? If you want to keep up with the show after the microphones have turned off, be sure to follow us on social media by searching Witty Banter Show on Twitter and Instagram and liking us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Witty Banter Podcast. Want to steer the conversation or be a part of the show? Just go on down to wittybantershow.com and leave us a suggestion for a beer or a question for us to answer on the show. And if you like what we're doing and you want to support the cause, head on over to iTunes and leave a review. And feel free to share it with your friends. Let's get back to it. Bing bong bong bing bong. All right, Hunter. How do you feel about this farmhouse ale? Well, saying off air. Yes. That whenever we see farmhouse ale, I feel like it's, it has a little bit of tartness. Definitely a bit of a sour flavor to it. And you were equating that to Saison's, and I was like, what we had last week, I didn't get any tartness in that. Did you? Was that a Saison? Yeah, yes. That's what we made the joke mm. about the farmers. Come on. Maybe we did. Very true. I just think that it's, it's well, it's not like, it's not tart in the way... It is tart in the way that a goza is tart, but right. it's not, not like to the goza degree. tart, right? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, I'm not, I understand. It's like it's it took a little, a little bit of, bit of that in. Um, it's like when you have varying degrees of like, you know, lagers into ales into India pale ales, you mm-hmm. know, it gets all the way up the bitterometer. You know? Yeah. In this way, it's like your farmhouse ale. It's the bottom all the way up until you're like goza. dipping your toe in. Yeah. To it's getting sour. a little bit of the sourness. Yeah. So. Which I like. I like it too. Because normally gozas are like so it's sour that I'm like, I get it, you know? It's like and drinking it's, a warhead. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know, a really like stylized film where you're like, after a while, <laughs> I really can't take, take all these. the grain yeah, off. for real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Quit putting so many weird color filters over everything. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of light. It's very like, I don't want to say carbonated because I feel like that gives it a little bit of a night, but it's like sprightly. Like I feel yeah. like it's like on the tip of the tongue. Well, of course, it adds it. a little bit of brightness to yeah. it for sure. No, But it's good. Yeah, typically I like these kind of uh, beers, so I'm sure I'll end up liking this one. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to come right. up with a gesticulation by the end of the show. For sure. All right, so we're going to stick to the anime fashion here. We've designed a very special top three. Top three. Mm-hmm. For us to decide upon, all right. Yep. We spitball some ideas because we got a little get a little creative. You know, this isn't our first anime podcast. You know, we can't just do this typical like top three anime, top three favorite anime characters. No, we decided to fuse our two favorite things, which is anime and video games, into one. So this top three will be about your favorite anime that you want into a specific type of game. Yes, to right. be converted into a game of. Game type of your choice, yeah. and I would like for you to elaborate, describe the game that you want. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not just saying like, "Oh, what a fucking One Piece game." Yeah, because there's a <laughs> bunch of those, and there's a reason we don't play them, right? Yeah, and it's more than just the fact that it's One Piece. Yeah, that we yeah, don't no, play it's them, not. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. not the reason for sure. So I know I already have mine set in stone. I've been thinking about these games since I was a kid. Honestly. Okay, well, some then of them, you lead off, right? and that way I won't uh, trip on your toes there. All right, so I got the very first game here. This is an anime that's close to my heart. Of right. course. Why and not? it's a series. It's not just a single anime, okay? Yeah. But it's Gundam. Oh. And I know what you're thinking. Max, there's a plethora of Gundam games. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just pick one of those? Yeah, why not? None of those games, at least not to my knowledge, let me experience the thrill of building and designing my own Gundam as I go along, which yeah. is why I want this game to be about. You're a person. 
you start off in your whatever military side that you choose from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you're fighting for Zeon. Maybe you're fighting for the space colonies. Maybe you're fighting for the Earth Federation, right? Yeah. You get to choose because, again, as you go along, that's how you build your Gundam. Yeah. Okay. You start <laughs> off, you play a few matches, right? And you're going through and you're like blowing people up with your Gundams and stuff, which is cool. Small Gundam ba- or small uh, mobile suit skirmishes. And as you go, you start progressing and like you go up through the ranks of your officing, office or you go up through the ranks of your like army group, mm-hmm. right? Until eventually you get to start like designing your own specific gun or like mobile suit or Gundam based on what you want, right? Okay. So you can, you know, make it like a speedy Gundam. Yeah. You can add like quirky stuff. You know, you can put give it like a scythe, like death scythe or something like that. Or yeah. just really express yourself, man, and eventually create the perfect mobile suit and or Gundam okay. to your liking. So that's that's my first one. Nice. All right. Okay, so this one this one's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a cop out. Okay. It's not my favorite anime. And I okay. honestly don't think that it would be something that I would like just just dive rabbit hole deep into if it came out, but I think if it was done well and it was uh, capitalized on that it could be really cool would be right. just a straight up first person VR uh Sword Art Online. Really? Game. So you just want to play Sword I Art Online. I want to play Sword Art Online. Yeah. <laughs> and I want it to be like realistic enough to where I'm not feeling like it's you know, all like digitally and like all of the, the faces and the animations are like digital assets. But like, I want to feel like I'm interfacing with another digital person right. in the realm. But like, I can kind of like, you know, the the thing that was cool about Sword Art Online whenever I was watching it was it just seemed like the loot that you can get was like kind of difficult and was very customized based on what you were able to accomplish in the world. Right. So like if you go and like I also like the the fact that you know there's 100 levels or whatever that you have to pass in the game and like it's hard for most people to get past level like 10, right? right. So only like the true and like you die. You know, you die when you when you die and you have to start over. So if you well you wouldn't start over in the the actual show, but you'd start over in this game, right? Right. So you could like build this thing where like you're slowly but surely kind of just battling away at these hundred levels or whatever. Right. And I just think that that would be kind of cool and just like a way to kind of pass the time. You can like cook in the show. You can do all these other things if you don't really want to fight. You can just live your life. Yeah. In this game instead of having to live your life here in the real world. Yeah. That's wacky. Yeah. So I mean, I think that, I mean, that's kind of a cop out because that is a anime about a video game, but... It's a safe choice, but a solid choice. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think I'll regret it. For sure. All right, so my number two, and I I was trying to really think about what I wanted here because, again, we have plenty of games like Jump Force, like Tenkaichi, and all these other like battling games and things like that, Mm -hmm, which is mm -hmm, cool. mm -hmm. I want to think a little bit outside of the box for the most part. And I was thinking about one of my favorite animes, which is Cowboy Bebop. Right. Yeah, I figured you might. A cool, cool world. But it's also a great story, right? Which is why I really like that game a lot. Yeah. Or why I really like that anime a lot. Yeah. So I figured, and this, you know, might be a little bit of a stretch because it may be taking away from the show in some degree, but the show leaves it pretty open as to what Spike was doing before the events of the show, mm-hmm. right? It gives you very small little tidbits so and you, you piece it together, okay. right? And that's very cool. And sometimes that even adds to you know, enjoying the show more because he gets, you know, promotes conversations and ideas amongst other viewers. Right? Yeah. But I think if you went back 
And maybe even if you didn't play as Spike himself, but you played as the syndicate or as a member of the syndicate mm -hmm. before it all came to that point, yeah. right? And then also maybe it was like a more open world game and the idea of like um, like Grand Theft Auto would be. Yeah. But it was in that in that sort of timeline, right? Where it's like futuristic, but also a little bit distraught in the sense, obviously there's still a lot of muck and city life that you have to deal with, mm -hmm. but with the small elements of spaceships yeah, and other cool elements like that where you can do space battles as well. Of course. And I think that would be really fun. To nice. Do. So that's my number two pick. Okay, cool. Yeah, I figured you'd probably go Cowboy Bebop. Um, so I hope I'm not trampling on your number one here. You probably are. <laughs> Don't say that. So go ahead and say it. Okay. Does it start with a B? No. Okay. I was going to say, I think a Berserk game oh, okay. would be pretty dope. A Berserk game would be great. Is there a Berserk game out? There 100% is, which is why I didn't say it. Right? Oh, okay. There's like a pretty good, there's like some hack and slash Berserk games, pretty right? Pretty decent. Which are cool, but at the same time, you know, it's been, I played Dynasty Warriors when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Got that all out of my system. Yeah. Not really too into that right now. You know, not that it's not like a bad game design or something. It's just, you know, I wanted I want something a little bit more than Hack and Slash. Hack but. and Slash is kind of up my alley though. Yeah. I you mean, know? hey. Why I mean I, and I like the idea that you like have a band, the band yes. of the hawk. Maybe and you have some like sort of, yeah, system. Yeah, I'd like to be able to like kind of be involved with some of like the political dealings that right. maybe Griffin is doing or something and like all of my decisions you know, have a meaning at the end of the game. And right. Yeah. No, I mean, that'd be cool. It was like um, like a game where you, like it was like Dynasty Warriors where like it's two big masses of things fighting each other, right? But maybe mm -hmm. you could like play as each of the main commanders in each part. Yeah. Like, maybe interchange between them. So mm -hmm. you could like go over and fight as Griffith in his moment and then go over and fight as uh, Guts and uh, <laughs> Casca and everything like that in the yeah. other parts. That'd be kind of a cool design. I mean, I, I guess I just... I I hadn't seen the video game of it, and it, it's an anime that I think it just lends itself to just being able to just slaughter armies of people with the giant sword, really cool, you know? So. Right? One of my favorite parts of the anime, yeah, so absolutely. for sure. No, I'm into that. So my number one that mm -hmm. I thought you'd be trampling on, which I think is just an obvious pick, okay. for me at least, okay. right? It's like, where the fuck is the Yu Yu Hakusho fighting game? Yeah. Because that's all I want. All you right? just want the 2D scroller Yu Yu Hakusho fighting game? I think I do. I think I do. You know, because I, I just I like I understand that it's it's these big fights for yeah. the most part and they tend to lend themselves to taking advantage of a large area. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think that you can really capitalize on each of the characters fighting like styles move sets and, and move stuff. sets yep. through a two D plane pretty simply, right? Yeah. You have things like um like you obviously the go tos of Yusuke with like the spirit gun and like the shotgun yep. blast and you have Kuwabara cool with the, the sword. sword. So he's kind of he got some good reach and some some normals that you wouldn't other people wouldn't. And then you have as a fast guy like uh Hie and again the nor like, you know, a whip. Kind of a range Kurama, guy right? And an install to go into Kurama's fucking super like awesome yeah, mode. Yeah, yeah. Same with Taguro, right? Like you play as more of a base Taguro until you got his install and he was all jacked and you keep getting stronger and like the percentage meter. He had like yeah. a specific percentage meter for himself, which would be cool. So I, I mean, mean, I think that that would be wildly awesome. I think that that would just be really sweet, and it's just a plethora of characters to pull from, right? Like you can just there's I could name you thirty characters right now that are truly that different cool. from each other, right? And For have sure, different like you know Shishi Wakamaru yeah. and you know Chu and Jen, yeah. and all Yo -yo those Kid. characters that end up kind of just getting put to the wayside in the end. 
mm-hmm. but are still really cool in their moments. Yeah, know? for sure. And it's like the whole anime is designed around like what tournament they're fighting at the time. Yeah, so you right? just got to make a tournament. So all you got to do is just put a tournament in there. <laughs> and you're good to go, man. <laughs> Endless DLC, man. So, I mean, that's that's just what I want. And I would love in the future to hopefully like be involved in something like that. Because I know before Dragon Ball Fighters came out, I remember talking to you about like, this would be a really cool idea for Dragon Ball 2D game. Yeah, and, 2D, like, this yeah. This kind of stuff would happen. And you could teleport. And, yeah. Like, you know. And then they made it. And I was like, cool. But like, fuck. Like, I was, I want to do something like that. But, you know. So now I've moved on to Yu Hakusho. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's the game I want to see for sure. That's cool. I mean... Yu Yu Hakusho is probably my favorite show, so cl- naturally I uh, I want a game out of it. But just to to switch it up, okay, I think it would be cool to have like half role player, half open world Hunter Hunter. Okay, now are you your own Hunter? I feel like you could make your Hunter. You could play as Gun. You could play as Killua. That's pretty bold to be able to say you can make a creative character or you can play as one of the other characters. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it's your game, man. <laughs> I'm just I guess I'm just saying like I would probably not I would probably rather just play as the characters than create my own characters. Really? Yeah. Just cuz like you would rather live somebody else's life instead of making a life for yourself in this game? I mean, I guess, I don't know. What? That's I'm just cool. at, at the end of the day What's what I what I what you could I want? Name him Meridius, like, <laughs> like your classic created character him from Armageddon. A sword and a samurai yeah. hat. <laughs> yeah. um, Embody us for like three days. But you know, I, I do. Um, I think what it's what I like about the idea of Hunter Hunter is that they have like Hunter exams, mm. and just like kind of doing different tests in the Hunter exam just to start it off. And to kind of like almost as your long-winded tutorial into the world and then kind of just setting you loose into the world and like having to deal with like the, what is it? The Black Widow troop or whatever? The, oh man, the spiders? I, yeah, the, the, yeah, a spider troop or whatever. Just the spiders? Um, like having to kind of like figure out how to like play against them or come across them or like... The, the fact that the whole world in that show is about like different hunters do different things. Right. And that again, kind of like my first one, like you can specialize in doing something other than just fighting, right? Yeah. Like giving you the opportunity to really like fashion the game in the way you want to fashion it. So I just think that that would be cool. Maybe, yeah, maybe it is a make your own character. I still think it would be cool to be able to play as gun or Killua, right? To yeah. go into the, like the, the tower. So you uh, play through the story. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. You know, there's a lot of story. There is a good amount of story. It's 150 that. episodes. That is true. I was, well, you know, and I was thinking about not for number one, but like my my shout out was like somehow fashioning a game around One Punch Man. <laughs> that would be pretty neat. <laughs> because I just don't know, but I don't know how I would lay it out because it's like, at the well, end you of the day, would just you know have the to result. make like a super. There would have to be some sort of internal design, right? Yeah. Like in some of those Undertale games where it is about like the communication and talking and like what you do in your phrases. I'm and if surprised you can make it lead to one punch. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised that you didn't uh, go for, um, what is it called? The one that you always trash on me for, for not liking. JoJo's, JoJo's. Bizarre Adventure? Speaking of which... There's a game, right? Coming out Yeah, there's for plenty it? of games like that. And there's a fighting game for it and stuff that's like an old one. And of course, if a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure game came out, that would be amazing. Uh-huh. Of course I would bring it up, but I know that you hate that game, or you hate that anime. <laughs> so why would I speak Don't. about it on the show? You know what I mean? 
I also thought about Samurai Champloo, and then I thought maybe about like a turn-based strategy uh, Attack on Titan or something. Yeah, but the Attack on Titan games like really maximize on like the swinging element of it. Yeah, but I think that that would be kind of part of it, though, right? Turn-based strategy feels like you're taking all that like like energy out of it. Turn-based, well, yeah, but I mean. The, the turn-based strategy would come in not only in the 2D realm, but also in the 3D realm, right? Because you got to get up to the height of him, and then you got to, like, plan your move. And, like, if you're spending time trying to, like, get up to him, then you ha- also are, like, kind of sacrificing yourself to be able to get hit by him. So, I don't know. I, I just think it would be cool to have a turn-based strategy game. I was thinking about maybe doing a turn-based Hunter uh, Hunter game, but I was like, nah, I don't think that that would be as fun. Right. I don't know. No, I understand. Those are still some good answers, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Just a special note too. The fourth season of JoJo's just yeah. started like two no days ago. No way! So feel free to maybe try to get back onto the train. Man, Where are they new... in space time? They are Max? far in the future. They're not that far in the future, <laughs> but they're in Italy. All right, oh, you have nice. Giorno, Giovanno. All right, the okay. new JoJo. Oh, right? Giorgio. Yeah, get it, <laughs> Giorgio. No, not Giorgio. He goes by JoJo. All right. <laughs> So, a lot of new stands, a lot of new cool stuff for you to consider, right? Absolutely. Let's go see if anybody else likes JoJo's and see if they mentioned it in the email section. Okay, swinging it on over to the mail corner. We got an email from Chase Williams. That's nice of him. Yeah. Where in the United States would you like to travel? In the United States would I like to travel? Yep. I don't know, man. When I think about like really extensive traveling locations, it tends to go outside of the United States. You know? Yeah. But, but the not, United States got some good stuff. Where would you go then? I, just as kind of like an urban thing, I would like to go to Seattle. Um, I also haven't really gotten to go. I've heard Oregon's really kind of, there's some pretty parts of Oregon. Right. Um, I think that going to like... A national park, maybe like Yellowstone or some right. sort of other nice park. Like, I've also seen uh, pictures of in Colorado, like the Redstone Theater or whatever. That looked pretty cool. Right. I, I I don't think that there's any sort of like ultimate destination spot, like you're saying, like in the way that there is with some of the other around the world destinations. But they're definitely like, and I, I I've been lucky enough to kind of travel around the United States a good bit, but. Um, I'd say kind of maybe something in the more mountain rangey area on the uh, West Coast. Mm. And then, I don't know, I guess in the East Coast, like I haven't really gotten to go to like Boston, you know. I would like to like kind of hang out and like be around some Bostonites. Yeah. You know. <laughs> That's the thing. Is, like, I, don't, I don't really care. Like Not that I don't really care, but I'm not like super eager to immerse myself in like the other cultures within America, you know what I mean? Like, let yeah. me go hang out with some Bruins fans or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I and I guess that there's definitely culture in all these different places and like history mm-hmm. for sure. But I really would like to go somewhere that is like naturally stunning. And I don't, nothing comes to mind. But I'm sure have to do a little more research. I would have to do a little bit more research because I'm sure there's like northeastern areas that are like gorgeous and feel beautiful and like beautiful hillsides and you know waterfront views and things like that that i would love to enjoy so yeah i've been to a place in uh, taos new mexico that was really really nice yeah it was just like running water and nice hilly trees oh that sounds amazing yeah i want to go there i'll go that place (laughs) okay we got one from uh dunter horset excluding any last minute preparation for the show what are your last three google searches Ooh. 
I don't know. I would have to. My phone's dead, so I can't look at it. I mean, I don't really like want. You know, you put to it just on sit blast. on air and then just. Well, no, 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 because I can talk about it a little bit. Did you watch the fight this last Saturday? Uh, no, but I heard there's a quite the upset. There was quite a uproar going on, right? <laughs> so the only reason I was interested is because some dude was talking about Conor McGregor at my work, and I was just like, ah, that dude's kind of a jerk. Uh, I want to vote for the other guy. And he's like, I got 20 bucks on McGregor. And I was like, I guess I got 20 bucks on, let me hold up, Khabib, this guy, right? So I didn't even know what was going on. Mm. I put my money down for it. And uh, I didn't even watch the fight. Like, I was working that night, went home and just did something else and fell asleep, right? Mm-hmm. When I woke up, it was, I did a series of Google searches just to find out who won. Yeah. <laughs> because it was so hard to figure it out because apparently... There was this like huge riot that happened afterwards yeah, where Khabib he, like, like left, chopped yeah. the fence to go attack like one of the corner dudes who was talking <laughs> shit after he beat up somebody. And I was like, it took me like four to five searches just to find out like, oh, the results was Khabib won in the fourth round. And I was yeah. like, finally. <laughs> but that's probably all my Google searches. Uh, the last three that I'm seeing outside of preparation for the show right. are um, trying to find times for the Funimation uh, Dude, Academia yeah film. there you go that's the other 19 of yeah. mine as well <laughs> um, I asked what do you do after beating Hades in God of War 3 there you go because <laughs> every once in a while you just reach one of those points and you're just like I don't know where I need to go from here because nothing's bright, brightened up on the screen. Of the game is figuring it out on your own, man. And you just it's went not to the when internet. you do that for like ten minutes and you're just like, "Fuck this." I guess. Does anybody ever buy those little books anymore that like teach you if you can like do the this guide, now? the yeah. strategy guide, or no. guides? Just, Why would you do that? No. Okay, never That's mind. So silly. I mean, if you like are a huge supporter of of the game and 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 the idea, and maybe there's some sort of Artwork. Hidden trinkets in there, yeah, something in there. I Maybe almost I'd bought the um, like the Guitar Hero one, where it like told you exactly where to use your star power to maximize point value <sighs> and stuff, and that seemed like a pretty concise way of doing that. That's a high value buy. Right. Yeah, I think it was like four dollars. So. Yeah, I was just talking about Guitar Hero the other day. I was Can like, we? man, I would take a refurbished Guitar Hero two on PS4. Right oh, now. a remastered Guitar Hero one through three yeah. would just be, mwah. oh boy, <laughs> I would just num, 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 trip <laughs> out, man. <laughs> And then I think the third one was just like looking at uh, logos for for crypto diesel because I just don't have many cool designs. Like right now, my crypto diesel is just like a font of crypto diesel, and then kind of like a little logo thing next to it. But it's not like a logo in the way that it's like an icon. It's just like two arrows and a little clicker on the internet. So um, I, I I'm looking for ideas to inspire me to kind of make a cool design and then be able to have a quote unquote brand right. that is recognizable. You know, when people log on to the video, they're like, Oh cool. Now I know I'm at the crypto diesel. Oh, hold thing. up. I see that logo right there. I know exactly who this is. Yeah. So, yeah, so, perfect, so I think those are the last three that I, that I checked out. But there you go. Well, that's a good question. It's kind of a weird, creepy quest question. Well, to get to know to us, man. There's no better way to get to know somebody than just looking through their recent history of searches. <laughs> And then I guess uh, I'll do one more. This is from Tony Wozni. There you go. Through the email us function on uh, wittybantershow.com. Really taking advantage of the I love it. He he utilizes the tool set. He really, yeah, he (laughs) disassociates himself or herself from like, you know, just this this outward system of mail and things like that. He really goes through the vessel. It's going to be hard to trace this guy (laughs) if we ever need to. We can't. Okay. So, I mean, we have his email. Anyway, but he says, <laughs> what is your favorite book and what is your least favorite book specifically? 
that you had to read in school? Boom. Easy. Okay. My favorite book is American Psycho. Really? Really, great, really excellent book. Because I, I read, read a lot my, about the film. I haven't heard much about the book. I read it in my young adult life. I was like 22, 23. One of the first books that like outside of school, I was like, I want to read this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to read this. Yeah. And I just fell into it. And it was one of the first times I ever like took a book with me everywhere I went so I could read it in between times. And it was a much more valuable way for me to spend my downtimes and short bursts uh, yeah. than you know, looking at my phone or doing anything like that. And mm-hmm. it made me really... You know, this made me really appreciate the art form of a book, too, as well, because it's a very visceral book. Obviously, it details a lot of very gruesome acts yeah. that I would read and say, like, yeah, I wouldn't even ever want to see this, but I'm glad I got to read about it in a book, right? Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, a really great story and commentary on social aspects and stuff. Of course. That being said, the two worst books that come to my mind, one is a book. right? And I'm it glad was, you have more uh, books that you dislike than, I, than you <laughs> like, because I have, like, four but go on. <laughs> yeah, no. So it was Jane Austen. I fucking couldn't really? stand reading Jane Austen. What about it? I don't know. And obviously I'm impartial towards um, period pieces. Yeah. And I feel really bad because I think it's like a book that like really did a lot of things for like feminism and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, it was probably So I feel important. really shitty being like, that book fucking sucked. <laughs> Because it's like, really? Who cares this, about this woman yeah, becoming independent and yeah, <laughs> like, you know, all these things. And uh, But I remember having to read it for school and I was just so fucking bored. Yeah. And this other one I can't remember. So I want you to help me out. Okay. It was a play that we had to read. Okay. And actually, I just remember it. It's called The Crucible. Oh, you remember I that? I don't remember that. No. Dude, The Crucible was fucking awful and it was written in like script play form yeah so it was like it's just an arduous process and of course every time we all sat down and be like okay who wants to be like dr jenkins <laughs> dr jank anybody okay uh, paul you're dr jenkins who wants to be susan <laughs> susan until eventually we all begrudgingly <laughs> took our parts and then we had to read for the day so it fucking sucked and then you weren't paying attention the other day so you don't really know what's going on and you're just oh that was a horrible process so yeah so my one that I like is mostly because of the length and because of the uh, the sort of libertarian nature to it, I feel like. And that's uh, Anthem. Oh, yeah. I haven't read that book, but it's a book that I want to go back to because apparently it's a pretty easy read now. It's like 100, 100 yeah. 200 pages-ish. By right? Ayn Rand. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like 90 it's by pages. Ayn Rand? Yeah. I, I had no that, idea. Right? I'm gonna, I'm right? gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and check myself. Right, but I had no idea that was by Ayn Rand. Yeah. So, um, basically, it's it's just a book that is about some guy like discovering electricity and the light bulb, and he's in this dystopic dystopian society where he you can't like have ideas and you can't express yourself, and he kind of like meets a girl and like goes off with her and lives this sort of extravagant life kind of thing. And I'm like cool. all about it. Right. It is Ayn Rand. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not blowing Would hate hot to put air you on the blast ass. like that. Um, so I thought that that was cool because it, it really is like you can you can finish it in a day, in a day yeah. and like for even if you're just a normal reader. And um, I think it was just like a solid takeaway, you know. And then I have two books that I really disliked. One was um, Wuthering Heights. Yeah, it, it was like 400 pages. It was a very complicated love story, 
and I was just like completely disinterested the whole time. Right. I was just like, I do not give school? a shit about Catherine. I don't give, yeah, yeah, because it was in my uh, my you know pre or my AP yeah. language arts or whatever that English, and it was just like it's one of those mo- those books that like if you just love if you're like a library nerd and you just love literary arts that you'll like really get into it because right. there's a lot of like you know, interestingly phrased things and and there's a lot of like winding, Abusive, you know, stuff uh, going on. Ab- yeah. Abuse, I don't know your word, of the English language. Yeah. Right? Like they really, really kind of constructed. Masturbatory fucking examples yeah. of expression. In and I was English just language. like, I just wasn't about it and I was like, this is fucking dumb and I don't know what's going on. Right. And then the other one that I disliked and I think, I mean, it really just comes down to the fact that, like, I just could not keep up with the way that this go, guy wrote. Mm-hmm. And he's also the writer of, like, Moby Dick and other, and other uh, really famous pieces. But Herman Melville wrote uh, Billy Bud. And I had to, it's about this kid who's, like, a sailor and stuff. And I was like, cool, like, I can get into that, you know, that conceptually. It's like a kid, he's like a sailor, he's yeah. on the open sea, like, I can get after it. That sounds pretty tight. And I was like, and it was cool. And another thing that I appreciated about that book, too, was apparently it was just, like, jam-packed with, like, all sorts of literary allusions to, like, other books and historical, you know, works and stuff. And so right. I was like, this guy really knows what he's doing. But it was just so over my head that I was like, I can't fucking read this. I got like 20 pages in. I was like, I don't think I'm going to read this book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was one that you got to read by choice or like you were going to read by choice? It was, no, it was a, like, it was also AP English yeah. junior year. Unfortunate. But, yeah. Those two were just like, that. One, those two and A Tale of Two Cities were all just fucked me up. I was just like, yeah. I can't get through these. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which are all like probably like super well renowned books, but you know, fuck me, right? Hey, you know, it was also a different time. You know, we were kids. You know, maybe if we went back now, <laughs> I think it'd be worse. Now. Worse. You'd be like, oh, <laughs> it's taking so long. Oh, man. But thank you for the question, Tony. Thank you, Tony. That, that'll close out, I guess, the, ma- yeah. the mail corner this put time. The, put the kibosh on that for put now. Kibosh. Uh, any final words you want to say about this beer, sir? One last sli- sip. Took um, you, yeah, you haven't really drinking, drank as much as I thought you would. Yeah, I guess I was trying to slow play it, but I over slow right. played it. Um, I think it opens up well, right? I think it, it, it drinks well when it's cold. It drinks well when it's warm. Sign of good beer for me. Right. Um, you can tell that, like, they... I, I think that this is kind of their bread and butter is to have these, like, slightly tart, sprightly... Um, inter- like kind of just more interestingly tasting beers. Right. Um, I can't get a whole lot of like flavor notes necessarily o- outside of the tartness. Um, it says it all it says is dry hopped farmhouse ale, and I, I mean I guess I get a little bit of like maltiness, but not like a lot. And yeah. I don't and, I, and like I think this the main thing that sticks out is it's just kind of drinkable and a little bit tart. And pretty good. Yeah, I no, I, I agree. I think that the beer is, is a fun beer. I think that it's balanced for having the flavor profile that it does, which is, again, that sort of like tart sourness to it. Mm-hmm. But it's nothing, again, overwhelming that we think we mentioned. I don't know if it was on air or off air, but like where gozes are a little bit too extreme. Yeah. You know, for some to time. And maybe like are the enthusiasts beer, right? Gozes and like really, you know, double IPAs and things like that. This one, you know, it's a little bit more palatable to a average drinker, uh, but I think that they also can appreciate some of the more distinct flavor profiles to it. Again, that sourness, 
that sprightliness that you're talking about. And there is like a, you know, there's like a hoppy, drier, maltier flavor in the backbone of it as mm-hmm. well, right? Which keeps it to have like a more consistent body and lets it to where that sourness doesn't really like aggressively attack your tongue at the I same feel, time. Yeah, I feel like it actually has kind of a shorter taste profile. Like, right. It yeah. kind of just washes back quickly. Very short Which is kind of hard to do, I think, with sour, mm-hmm. more sour product. Yeah, so. 100% agree with that. I really like it. It's just, it's definitely my style of beer. I like these kind of beers. I like, um, very yeah. respectable. Yeah. Yeah. Just very drinkable, but very like distinct and fun. So yeah, I, two thumbs up. If you want to give some, get somebody into drinking gozes or something, maybe start them off with a twist. With a twist. Prairie, Prairie Arson Ales, ales <laughs> twist for sure. Well, man, I think that about does it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Anime cast number. Anime cast number. Who knows now? Got to be getting up there, right? For sure. I always look forward to him. Dipping out. Chase, yeah. Backing out. Says he has something important he's got to go do. Yeah. Something more important than the podcast, apparently. So uh, we'll have a discussion with him about that when he comes back. We'll straighten him. But if you, you know, don't want to take our word for it and want to follow Chase, you know, on like Twitter or something, you can always follow him at Bodacious Chase. You can follow me. At probably Max uh, Hunters getting a new logo for Crypto Diesel. I have another video up. He has two another two video. weeks, man. He is firing them out. Firing them off. Consistency is his middle name. Crypto <laughs> Consistency Diesel. Okay. Uh, follow him on YouTube. His page is actually very informative and very fun and very cool. Um, if you want to follow the show, you can follow the show at Witty Banter Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not into Twitter, that's cool, man. Be a Tony. Wa- Tony, how do you say that? Tony Wozny. Be a Tony Wozny. Do okay? it. Okay. Be him. Go straight to the fucking website. Go to the source. www. Scroll down. Everything is there. We got episodes. Okay. You can email us from the website itself. You can use that to suggest beers, putting your own anime video game that you want to see come to fruition, right? Yeah. Whatever you want. Speaking of Tony, in his email, he said, fuck great expectations. I don't what know what that, that is. Okay. I think it's a book. It's a book? Oh, yeah. okay. Absolutely. Well, we'll, look at, well, that makes sense. <laughs> That's something I've never heard of and something that I don't, yeah, I'm not familiar with it. It's a book, you say? Yeah, that makes sense for sure. But be like Tony, drive yeah. the show, give us content. Let us banter about some yeah, stuff. Yeah, we appreciate it, Tony. We appreciate everybody else who emails in and listens to the show still, for sure. So until next time, Sarah, let's go ahead and beat up, beat out of here. Beat up, beat up, beat up, beat up.